Monday Chunkies. I'm Carter. I'm Doge. I'm Jordan. There's less consonants every. I love time. it. What a wild mm. ride that was. <laughs> what a wild ride that was. Also, Chunkies, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. It is. It is. On isn't this, it? On this mini Monday. Happiest happy, of Halloweens to you. It's Dracula's birthday. Halloween. So we've proud got of quite him. a bit of news. We've got quite a bit of games. You know, I wanted to play a game using the Spirit Costume website. In which I would give the vague name for something, and then we would have to guess whoever between the two yeah. of you could guess first. We've done this. Who it actually is would win. Well, not on Spirit Halloween because mm. they've got the rights to everything, so yeah. it's not fun anymore. Yeah, they actually get to which have one's a Mario section. guys. <laughs> they actually have a section that they get to just do that themselves. Like good for you, I guess. They're kind of like Legos. Spirit Halloween is the is the Legos of costume. Warehouses is let what that, I've always said. Let yeah. that sink in for me wow. for just a second. Hold on. It's the Legos of clothes, I think. Probably. Yes, you're right. You feel that? Yeah. Uh, first bit of news here, <laughs> just to let you know, Quentin Tarantino did dismiss what Kanye said <laughs> about originating the idea for Django Unchained. The <laughs> quote is simply, that didn't happen. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, I, that'll be one of the last times we ever talk about him on Better podcast. podcasts than us have taken a swing at Kanye. And I just don't think it's, I don't think that's the our job. Only, that can't the be only our thing, job. The only no. thing I'll say about it is I bet Tarantino was very happy when Kanye opened his mouth and put his foot in it. But other than that. <clears throat> yeah. A pretty good joke. Thanks. This be good. Thanks. This be good. Something that I... I'm not totally sure how to feel about. It's certainly a better feeling than I've had normally for the DC universe. We have a new person at the helm. Yeah. Well, a duo. A team. Really. Doge, you, ha- you, sh- you seem to have some excite about this. Can you, can you announce this for the people? Yeah, let me make sure I get the, na- make sure I get the names right. This is an opportunity to plug our Discord because I'm opening the Discord app to make sure I get the names right. That happens all wow. the time. Wow, Organic. Uh, it's James Gunn and Peter Safran? Safran? I'm not Saffron. sure who Peter is, but James Saffron. Gunn. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, co- co-heads of DC moving forward and their first I order of business. I bet that'll finally make them good. First order of business was getting Henry officially back as Superman. Certainly which won't help. Uh, doesn't hurt. I mean, I, I like Henry. I think there is the worry of, and then we talked about this a little bit in Discord earlier this week. When the news broke, there is the worry of like, Man, anything other than a clean break from the Snidey years is just going to lead to more Snidey. Yeah, I personally don't understand the excitement with Henry Cavill returning. To me, that is devastating news. That means they are going to still desperately try and hang on to the horrible universe they built. Yeah. I don't. I do not understand. I've seen people who have been hypercritical of the current DCEU be overjoyed that Henry Cavill is coming back as Superman. And I, just I think it's because Henry is a great cast. I think it's because Henry is a great cast. And it's, it's to me, similar to the excitement of Hugh Jackman coming back as Wolverine without, I don't know that Henry has necessarily earned the goodwill that Hugh Jackman has, but... No. Uh, well, DC I think hasn't earned it for him. Right. I think if there was going to be one piece that you kept from the original attempt here <coughs> at a DC universe, I think it's fine with Cavill. Yeah, but I, why I, any? It was a mix of both. Are y'all going to watch Black Adam? No. Uh, no. 
So that's the uh, big spoiler alert here. That's the mid credit scene. Right. Is that we see Henry uh, as Superman. We see, I, I heard his, I heard his, I heard his vowels. And I was like, I think that's him. And then he comes in through the fog and it is him. And I didn't know what to think. I was, part of me was like, oh no, it's not done. But then after I marinated on it a little bit, I, I feel like he's taking his roles seriously enough that he wouldn't just come back to Superman for a paycheck. Maybe, I, maybe my trust right now is in Cavill. He's given interviews recently. Like he picked the he picked the Man of Steel suit to wear during that scene. They let him pick. They like showed him the closet, mm-hmm. I guess, of all the Superman mm-hmm. suits they've made. <laughs> They're like, which mm-hmm. one do you want to wear? And he's like, I want to basically start over. Let's wear the Man of Steel suit. Uh, and then has given interviews since then about like, I am only interested in playing an enormously joyful and optimistic Superman. I'm not interested in doing what we've done already, which is good. It's the right direction. Henry's a great cast for Superman, so maybe they'll get it right this time. Yeah. Maybe they'll Fingers get it right crossed. This time. I mean, I really, really, I really hope so. Something, that, uh, something else to be excited about here. Ryan Johnson. Have you heard about his new project? Glass Onion? Glass Onion? No. New, new, my boys. He has a TV series that is going to be premiering on Peacock. Actually, I do believe this very year. Wow. Oh, wow. It is a whodunit. Interesting. Uh, like a, a weekly whodunit, a weekly whodunit vibe. Um, but uh, it's called Poker Face. And here's the, the quick description. Charlie has an extraordinary ability to determine when someone is lying. She hits the road with her Plymouth Barracuda and with every stop encounters a new cast of characters and strange crimes she can't help but solve. If you name the type of car in the description, I assume it's for dads. Yeah. I assume the show is for dads. I don't know I don't what a Plymouth Barracuda dads. is. I don't think Maybe it's actually dads. it's a fish that lives like where the pilgrims landed. Maybe there's barracudas <laughs> by Plymouth Rock. And every time it looks she's like, like she's like, what do you think? What do you think happened here? And it's like, ooh. Because <laughs> Barrack because Barracuda. Yeah. Barracuda. <laughs> it's a 10 episode show here. It looks like our lead is Natasha Leone. Who oh, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like her. A few people that would be appearing, uh, having some roles on this year's show. Nick Nolte. Duh. JGL. Joseph Gordon-Lovett. That's for you people who are nerds. You didn't know JGL. Adrian <laughs> Brody. Ron Perlman. Tim Blake Nelson. Ben Bratt. You know, just a handful. Lil Ray Howery. I mean, there's just a few. It's so funny when there's names that you recognize and it's not worth reading off because no one will know them because I didn't know them. But like if two or three people were on Law and Order and you're like, oh, that's that one oh, lady. from Law and Order. And I don't think that's very attractive. Uh, while we're talking about Tim Blake Nelson, uh, which, we, which we don't do enough. I love Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Meadows. Uh, Diego Del Gorbo's Cabinet of Curiosities is very good. I don't know if you guys have watched any of it yet. Oh, yeah. Tim Blake Nelson's in the first episode. Uh, I've watched the first two episodes of uh, Diego Del Gorbo's latest and it's really good. It's super duper fun. It's very creature focused, which feels appropriate for this Chunktober. Yeah, I had seen something about how uh, it was like a little article that was like Kevin of Curiosities is getting, um, oh, who is it that Geiger liked a lot? He did his uh, stuff, his art in the style of, shoot, Lovecraftian. Sorry. Mm, mm, mm. That Curiosities, there was an episode of Curiosities, I don't know how many. Is it? Is it kind of like a... It's an anthology show. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So there was an episode where where someone got Lovecraftian right. I went down a rabbit hole with uh, 
yeah, makeup I think so did the guy in and episode, costume and stuff anyway. after watching the movie that we'll watch tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is called The Thing, which is actually the sequel to 10 Things I Hate About You, which mm-hmm. we did mm-hmm. yeah. several years ago. It's the so 11th that, thing, yeah. Give that a look. Um, I had mentioned before we watched The Thing, I mentioned last week on one of our episodes, I had seen this funny tweet that was like, man, so excited to watch John Carpenter's The Thing so that I can give this thing a name and help them from being so vague. And then you see some two and a half hours later in reply to their tweet on that tweet chain, the person was like, nope, yep, they got it right. I have no idea what I just watched. <laughs> so in the spirit of naming things, sure, trying our best to name things, let's do a quick quick little round of... <sighs> I'm Paul Stillskin. Wait for your destiny. Wins are a Paul Stillskin game. <laughs> yes. In, in, the, in the game, well, I always give a little, I always give a little pause. Yeah. So give yeah. Me. Yeah. In the game, I'm Stillskin. <laughs> I give them the uh, Rotten Tomatoes description of a movie and they have to guess the name of that movie. And uh, because it is Halloween, we're going to try and find some more spooky movies. Those do, those, do tends to be, those do tends to be pretty fun. Okay, our first movie, 92%. Excellent. Certified. Horror, mystery, thriller, thriller, drama. With the summer sun beating down on her rural Spanish town, Sarah hides away in her parents' butcher shop. A, teenagers who, a teenager whose excess weight makes her the target of incessant bullying. She flees a clique of capricious girls who torment her at the town pool, only to stumble upon them being brutally kidnapped by a stranger who drives off with them in his van. When the police begin asking questions, Sarah keeps quiet. Intrigued by the stranger, an interest that's mutual, she's torn between revealing the truth and protecting the man who saved her. Uh, this movie, so my joke title was going to be The Butcher, The Baker, and The Candlestick Man. <laughs> <laughs> but what I've decided this movie is called is A Hard Place. Because hmm. she's, stuck, she's stuck between it and a rock. It's called uh, This Little Piggy. It's called Piggy. Shut <gasps> up. No way. Are you Doge. serious? Doge with an actual certified... Rumpelstiltskin. No way. That's wow. never happened. I've never well, even well, been mean, able to say that catchy phrase. Let's be clear. It was Rumpelstiltskin. Based on Michael Ocello's best-selling memoir. I'm not going to say it because... Uh, oh, no, no, no. No, no, I'm not going to say it. Because that's the name of the actual, the actual movie. The film is a heartwarming, funny, and life-affirming story of how Michael and Kit's relationship is transformed and deepened when one of them falls ill. Does sound familiar, kind of? Sounds a bit familiar. This is one of those movies, it's going to have a title that is supposed to evoke the feelings of young love with a reckless abandon. So I think this movie is going to be called like Take Me As I Am. That's, yeah, that's very good. <laughs> is this movie called Terminal? This movie is called Spoiler Alert. It's based on the book, spoiler alert, the hero dies. Interesting. <clears throat> hmm. I'll pass, final, but it's good for someone. Our final Rumpelstiltskin movie. Slain during a ferocious fight and reborn with supernatural powers. One man stands between demonic forces bent on hastening the apocalypse and a ragtag group of apartment dwellers protecting their children from certain peril. Sounds like the crow a I would little say bit. It's super. Sounds like the crow. This movie's called The Raven. <laughs> Nevermore. 
I sort of feel like it's going to be called like, I don't know. I don't want it to be something lame like The Guardian or something like that. Like I want it to, I want it to have one of those names that's like Wolves at the Gate or something like that. That's very evocative. Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to call it Night Battles. Yeah, that's Ooh. good. The Raven's not my actual guess. It's called, there. what is your actual guess? No, it is. He panicked no. just now. He just panicked. No, this movie's called my Kill Me Again. Better. What did you say? It's called Kill Me Again. It's a very good <laughs> name. This movie is called Shadow Master. Okay, that's actually the best name. <laughs> I'm in on Shadow Master. That's such a good name. Man, so many times, so many times, the names are the most disappointing thing because yeah. you want it to be cool and to grab attention. Shadow Master, that's two thumbs way that is, up. That is too two powerful. Thumbs. It's too strong. Yeah, uh, almost away. as powerful as advertisements. <gasps> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back. <laughs> Thanks, Homestar Runner. Hello, and welcome back to the show. Uh, you know where we haven't been for some time in this here cafeteria that we call Two Chunks and a Hunk? We haven't been at the Cool Kids table. Do you remember that? Yay! Yeah. So we're going to play Cool Kids, which is really, really a hard game. This is one that that I thrown together that I was like, man, I'm really glad I don't play this one. There's sometimes when i like, man, I wish I could play Extra Credit. It can't be that hard, which I've never won. Extra credit, by the way. They've won more than I have. But uh, on Cool Kids, we look at something on IMDb called Most Popular Celebrities. And I take a big uh, old cut off of the top 25 here to have these boys take a shot at who they believe are the most searched. Really, what this means is the algorithm makes a little bit more sense. The most searched celebrities here on here on this world of IMDb. <clears throat> now, so I, can, with this, I can look up a person's name, just not what their rank is, right? Like if I can't remember their name, I can look their name. Correct. Up. Like if you understand them to be in some pop, usually it's some popular show, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that, you can certainly look up their name and give me their name. Okay, good. It, even in a pinch, you could be like the person who plays blank, you know? Got it. So be thinking of what is popular and then try and guess these popular because we do, you know, classic three strikes as we often do. Here on this yes. podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who would uh, like I'll to go. start? Whoever has the most recent first. birthday can go first. Oh, which would would normally would be still me. So Doge, uh, have you guys heard of Taylor Swift? Probably Taylor Swift on it. A bong bong. This is the internet movie database. Doge. She's in Amsterdam, which just released, and I think people are probably searching her like, "Dang, I like this." Music what she's else done. She what cats, else does she do? Valentine's Day. She does Day. cats, Valentine's Day, That's and normally, Amsterdam. Anytime I like a musician, I immediately go to see what movies they've done. <laughs> uh, the intro to her music video, Bejeweled, is actually really funny, if y'all haven't seen that. It's Laura Dern and Haim. Fun. It's very funny. <clears throat> Me turn? Go forward to... Emma Darcy. Emma Darcy of... 
House of the Dragon. House of the House Dragon. Of der Drachen. Oh, wait. Yeah, she's number one. Yeah, bing, 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 bing. She's the viral TikTok sound as well. So, sugar ding, ding. Way to go, dude. Number one. You're over there with the popular kids right now. Those just like, is Taylor here? Doja's at the cool kids table asking about a senior that graduated two years ago. And they're like, dude, no, dang, why dang. would she be here? <laughs> <laughs> She's at college now. I am like 99% sure Emma Darcy is they, them pronouns. Oh. Not she, her. Did not know. Doge. Um, how about Ruth Cod of Dear, Dear Club de Midnight? Way to go, brother. Number nine. On that top sure. 25, Thank she's you, actually chef. dropped three spots, but she's towards the end of the, of the cool kids table. I don't know. At the cool kids table, were the cool kids sitting in the middle or the end? It's round. It is round. Man, that's what makes it so cool. <laughs> Jordan? Olivia Cook. Olivia Cook. Jordan just making his way downtown. <laughs> Olivia Cook's number two. Mm-hmm. Up five. Number that- two. Somebody's hitching their wagon. Yeah, that drag. House of the Dragon cast. Winner, chicken dinner, chicken dinner. (laughs) Winner, winner. Taylor Swift is not a winner, not a winner. (laughs) Doge, your next gates. Well, 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 well. Yeah, I think it's going to be Matt Smith. But let me, hang on, let me be clear. Not from House of the Dragon, from his vampire dance in Morbius. (laughs) <laughs> that is correct. Up two spots from 17 to 15 this here day. Matt Smith, mm-hmm. one of the most popular celebs out there. Mm-hmm. Jordan? Uh, Morphid Clark. Look at him. Number five. He's had three guesses. There's All two, three there are in two the top shows five. on TV right now. Yeah. <laughs> she moved up four spots. Number five. Very good. It is funny the credits that they give them. It says Saint Maud. <laughs> sure. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's why people are. Olivia Cook was Ready Player One, which I forgot she was in that. Wow. And then Emma Darcy was Truth Seekers. I had not seen that movie, in which they appear. Um. Who? Who? How about Millie Alcock? Also, House of the Dragon. Hot D. Hot D. Millie Alcock, number eight. Up two spots. You guys are killing it on the cool kid table. I, we figured this game out. I just realized that this game is boring when there's only two shows to pull from. <laughs> and well, it's just like go back There's and 25, forth. so I know those casts are big. <laughs> what a miracle um, that would be. You're not going to get all of them. How about that? <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I don't know. Let's take a swing at it. Nope. All right. There you go. Bong bong. And it's finally interesting again. Thanks for making it interesting, loser. <laughs> I think it's the spooky time. And so people are watching Midsummer, and they're like, dang, I really like Florence Pugh. Well, she's going to be there, but not for Midsummer. <laughs> bong bong. She's out of it? Not top 25. Whoa. Search. Guys, Florence Pugh is over. We don't like her anymore. She's, she's, not, cool. she's not a right. cool kid anymore. Hey, don't say that. Flip Pugh if you're listening. I mean, <laughs> I'm not even seeing her in the top 50 around here. I mean, wow. That's Dwayne so weird. Johnson was number 47, by the way. Florence Pugh, number 49. You know, it's funny. We've mentioned before that the top 25 whenever we play this game is so clearly dictated by a specific age group of people. Yeah. Like, Dwayne is one of the biggest things in the whole world with a movie that just came out. But people that love Dwayne probably aren't popping open IMDb and looking him up. 
Well, people who go see Black Adam aren't like, huh, what do I recognize him from? Right, yeah. <laughs> They're pretty <laughs> firmly planted in who Dwayne is. No, that's a good point. Um, mm, let's see. Let's see, though, is the thing. Let's see. And I think that you each have one strike. Doge has, no, two. Strike. Doge two. has two. I have two. Doge has two. I have two because I, I did guess for Taylor. What we're missing is, oh, you know what? Mm. Tell me what. I was going to guess Bill Skarsgård because of Barbarian, but I don't feel <clears throat> confident in that anymore. I still haven't seen that. I really want to see it's that. It's out streaming now. Oh, shoot. Yeah. We'll be seeing that soon. It's on Hubbard, I started man. the North Man, finally. There you go. Speaking of Skarsgårds. Mm. Very good. Very good. Mm. Uh, I did see Black Adam, and I would say it's a teeter between Zell stream and rent. That's about what I, that's the, the vibe I was getting. Early Black Adam, I guess, is not, doesn't have a ton of personality because he's like figuring out this new world and stuff. Mm. So it's tough to not yeah, have it's probably the best that thing right about now. Dwayne Johnson, you know? <laughs> what do you think, Jordan? Uh... Man, it's not, it's not even possible to know. Oh, you know what? Hold on. I know. <laughs> Two seconds to look up his name. Make sure I get it. Why? Robert Aramayo. Mm. Elrond. Of, he's Elrond from Rings of Power. Oh, bong bong. Okay. He did not make. Iman Benson, of, lead in the Midnight Club. Ooh. She plays a Ooh, and that would be strike number three. Whoa. Strike number. I don't three. think that show's doing the numbers that old Flanagan's this movie shows usually do. Well, let me Jordan, say. Sh- that shall it I is read some of these uh, standouts at the Cool Kids table? Sure. Or do you want to keep no, trying, yeah. Jordan? Uh, we do have Markella Kavanaugh, who was yeah. uh, also in. Oh my goodness! Big Lightnings. Do you she guys was remember? Not in Big Lightnings. She was in <laughs> The Rings of Power. Do you guys remember Tatiana Maslany? I do have a question though. Before we move about on from it. Rings of Power. Let's just stop and take a moment. Do you guys remember how weird it is to see Elijah Wood and all his friends be people-sized and not like tiny boys? Yeah. That's how I feel anytime I see anything with Markella Kavanaugh because I yes. always, in my mind, I was like, oh, they got a little oh, you're tiny a person. You're an actual normal you're size. A regular you're a human. Person. Yep. You're a human now. Tatiana Maslany is on there for She-Hulk. Okay. Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, dude, I almost guessed so, her because of Halloween. Jordan, yeah, that could still fall into the like younger audience. It's like, wait a minute, Who's, what is she? Oh, in? I recognize her. What's she? <laughs> oh, Freaky Friday. I'm oh, sorry. she's the mom yeah. for Freaky Friday. Okay. Well, sorry, what love else is she? Halloween ends. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge. I think a lot of people are really excited for White Lotus mm-hmm. season two. Mm-hmm. She showed up in a trailer recently. That mm-hmm. was pretty big. Anna de Armas, friend of the podcast, blonde, recent movie for her. Robbie Coltrane was on this list. Uh, had raised quite a few. Had well, he dropped seven, so he was number four at some at some point. Sorry, Chloe Grace Moretz, who is in a new show called Peripheral, that looks interesting. We might give it a look. I'm not totally sure, but that's some of our cool kids table. I appreciate the and invite. To, to end this Halloween episode, I would love to have your name and give me what is the. Uh, I'll call it chunkiest, but what is the most like niche costume idea you could come up with right now? Like if the, the real ones would know who you are. You show up, most people are like, ooh, like feeling not cool, not knowing who you are because there are definitely some people in the room that know who you are. And like, oh my God, that's hilarious. Or, oh wow, way to go. Didn't think of it that way. I'm Carter and I want to dress as Leonardo DiCaprio's totem in Inception. Mm. 
And just keep spinning. spinning top. And spinning, yeah. spinning, spinning, pirouette, pirouette, pirouette. Make sure to make this movie themed. This is a movie podcast. Okay. I, yeah, I'm, I'm Doge. And I think, should I have the opportunity, the privilege of being invited to a Halloween party? I would get one of those <laughs> Taylor Swift, <laughs> one of those inflatable dinosaur costumes. You know what I'm talking about? Um, but then I yeah. would get like a a big huge bow and put it on the head, and some big huge glasses and put those on, and then like a bunch of like spelling bee medals, uh, and like big books and binders and a backpack, and I would be a clever girl. Uh, <laughs> very good. I'm Jordan, and I think I would dress as the version of yourself, the sad, depressing version of yourself that you see in the black reflection of the TV screen when it cuts to a dark scene and you're watching it in the middle of the day. And you just see yourself like folded up on the couch, and you're like, oh, oh who no. would ever love me? <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. Just all job of the hut sideways <laughs> on the couch. Um, oh, oh, oh. oh. That's very good. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.